Welcome everyone to another edition of Couch Potato Diary coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions broadcast studio. They are your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary with a fantastic team ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. It is a Fights and Football Friday on a Saturday again. Um, I probably should just change the official title to it being uh, Fights and Football Saturday, but um, that... That doesn't sound as fun, so I'm not going to. Uh, but yeah, another busy week, so we are pushing things a day, but happy to be with you today, running through the NFL schedule, and then a couple of quick MMA unboxing thoughts on today's ticket. So, should be a fun one. As always, rate, review, subscribe wherever you can. It really does help the show grow. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for listening, and let's enjoy the show. Get caught up on everything you missed in history class with We Had No Idea. Hosted by Peter Klein and Kim Carson. Listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we begin in the National Football League. Um, just a quick note here before we get into the actual games. I get like the, oh, Thursday night, why are they doing this? We've been doing Thursday night games for probably close to a decade now, I would assume. I'm not going to go back and look and see when was the first, oh, now I'm going to have to go back. When was the first Thursday NFL game? Aside from the Thanksgiving games, this might be stupid to, to try to Google. Oh my goodness. So, um, Thursday night football started in 2006. We've been doing Thursday night games for 16 years. And I know the initial thought is, oh, the NFL should clearly see it hasn't worked. You would think in 16 years, coaches would have figured out how to not be shitty at it. You know, like I, I get part of it is like these bodies are banged up and all of this. Like you, you, you're not probably going to be at your full recovery and it's only something you have to deal with once a year. But once a year for 16 years, you should have it figured out by now. Someone along the way should have been like, hey, this is how we've had success on Thursday Night Football. But it just seems like every team is like, oh, we only have extra uh, a, a few fewer days to prepare. I don't know what's going to happen here. It's ridiculous how bad this product has been this year. And it's been worse this year than any other year before. Thursday Night Football has never been great, but I think because Amazon paid so much for it that there's a, a heightened spotlight on it. And now it's just like, holy crap, this is really bad. Like it was one thing when it was, hey, we have this thing called NFL Network. We should put NFL games on it. We're going to have um, oh, the dude from the NCAA football games, um, Brad Nessler. We're gonna have Brad Nessler do these games. It's the only NFL work he's going to get. It's gonna be cool for him because he was doing college games and now he's doing NFL games. Uh, I'm you know, projecting, maybe he thought they were awful, but we're going to have a different presentation than you're used to, but it's going to be the Browns playing the Raiders. It's going to be games that don't really matter, but now, um, not, I mean, last week, notwithstanding, it was the, uh, commanders against the bears, but now it's games that actually matter because they want to, to make this property actually worth something. And the games are so terrible and it's going to be so bad to look back on the season and be like, oh, well, if this team would have done better on Thursday night, maybe they'd be in the playoffs right now. But I just, I can't imagine for a league that is so structured and a league that everything is so analyzed, that teams are so dumb about how to handle Thursday night football, where it really does seem like we're just going to get through this game. If we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. And we're just going to move on with it because it's, it is such a bad product right now. But we still have a pretty good slate of games coming up. This is the best schedule we've had in a bit in the NFL. And we will start with 
the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Miami Dolphins. Uh, the Vikings are three-point favorites in this game. Minnesota, liking to look at a few more of the stats now that we have a bit of a, a sample size. Um, Football Outsiders, I think, is by far and away the best for stats there. Minnesota is 20th in DVOA, 11th in offense, 28th in defense. Miami, 19th in DVOA, 6th in offense, 29th in defense. Uh, Tua Tungavailoa has cleared concussion protocol, but doesn't sound like he is going to be playing this week. So with that, I like Minnesota to win this game. I I have no faith in what Miami is going to be able to do with their young quarterbacks and with their quarterback room. We will see. Um, maybe it's a Teddy Bridgewater game. Maybe who knows what they're doing at quarterback, but it's. I, I think it's going to be rough. I think Minnesota should get the job, uh, the job done here. Sorry. I like... Um, Minnesota to, to win this one, and I think they cover three points. So I, I like Minnesota there. Sorry, I'm, I'm kind of rambling a little bit because I'm changing one of my picks on the fly here. We'll get to that one in a little bit. Uh, New England taking on the Cleveland Browns. New England 16th in DVOA, which is total efficiency. It's weighted based off of um, off of schedule. Uh, I shouldn't just assume that you all know what DVOA is, but it's it's basically just a, an efficiency metric and just an overall effectiveness one. Um, 22nd in offense, 9th in defense. Cleveland 12th in DVOA, 4th in offense, 30th in defense. Cleveland is so good with the exception of their quarterback. And I think if you had a better quarterback, the defense isn't on the field so much, the whole complimentary football thing. So I, I think the defense would start to improve once they get noted piece of shit Deshaun Watson back in their lineup. But this one's a tough one to get a read on. Um, the Browns are favored by two and a half. I don't trust Cleveland to, to get the win there. I think this game is going to be really weird. I'm just going to go under 43 and probably not watch a whole lot of this. San Francisco on the road taking on Atlanta. The uh, 49ers are 5th in DVOA, 16th in offense, and they have the number one defense based on efficiency taking on an Atlanta team that's 15th in DVOA, 10th in offense, 27th in defense. I like what Atlanta has been able to do so far this year. I think they are a sneaky playoff team in the NFC. I think they are an even sneakier play in the NFC South. Let's just take a look at that. Do we, can we get some uh, division? Here we go. Um, sneaky play in the NFC South because I don't think Tampa Bay is all that good. Plus 2,000 on the Falcons right now is really interesting and really intriguing to me. We're not going to do it, but it's it's one to think about anyway, but they're not going to win this game. Um, I think San Francisco's defense is too good. I think San Francisco has started to kind of unlock what they can be on the offensive side. I would expect that middle-of-the-road offense number to, to start bumping up a little bit more. I just, I can't quit San Francisco. I got the 49ers, minus four and a half. Tampa Bay taking on Pittsburgh. The Buccaneers are fourth in DVOA, which I think says more about the NFL, uh, if you go back to the Power Rankings episode on Wednesday. 13th in offense, third in defense. Pittsburgh sucks. They're 27th in DVOA, 24th in offense, 16th in defense. This is just not a very good Pittsburgh football team. They are working on figuring things out with Kenny Pickett, and I think this is going to be an absolute massacre when it comes to what... Pittsburgh is going to be able to do on the offensive side. I I, I think they are going to struggle mightily um, on offense this week. I I don't think Tampa Bay like I just I'm still not sold on Tampa Bay's offense just in general. So I, I think Tampa Bay is going to get the win here. But the the spread right now is minus nine and a half. I just don't see this team being a blowout team. I like the under here at 46 and a half. Cincinnati taking on New Orleans. It is the Bengals as 14th in DVOA, 25th in offense, 
eighth in defense. New Orleans, 22nd in DVOA, 20th in offense, 12th in defense. I think this is another one that's going to be a low-scoring game. When I was going through the stats, I was like, I might... I might go New Orleans here, but it does seem like the odds makers have kind of caught up that Cincinnati is not this offensive juggernaut that we hope they would be coming into this season. Um, they are not efficient on first and second down. They have a lot of third and long situations. They can't protect their quarterback. New Orleans has a strong defense. I I was hoping if this number got into like the four and a half, five range, I would be New Orleans all day, but I think Cincinnati does win this one by a field goal. Um at least. So I, I think minus three for Cincinnati, I am comfortable with. Baltimore taking on the Giants. Baltimore is third in DVOA, second in offense, 14th in defense. There are times when you'll run through this and it's like the numbers just don't really back up what you are saying. I, I feel comfortable in my, the Giants aren't for real take. Uh, the Giants are 18th in DVOA, 12th in offense, 25th in defense. That number was actually uh, not where I thought it would be. I thought this defense has played better than that. I think Baltimore really establishes here like, hey, we're really good, they're really not good, and we are going to show that. I think Baltimore blows them out. I think Lamar Jackson has a field day. I think Daniel Jones really struggles against this defense, and I think Baltimore takes this one minus five and a half all day, bay, bay. New York Jets on the road at Lambeau, taking on the Packers. Jets 17th in DVOA, 21st in offense, 21st in defense. Green Bay is 9th in DVOA, 8th in offense, 23rd in defense. That offensive number was quite a bit higher than I was expecting because it does feel like this team has struggled to, to find its footing on the offensive side of the ball so far this year. I don't think that's going to be a major issue in this game. Um, I just, I don't see the Jets being able to put up points here uh, against Green Bay right now. I, I think this offense is starting to get things figured out, but they're just, they're not on the Packers level. I think Green Bay takes this one minus seven and a half. This one was kind of close um, and would probably be a pretty good one in a teaser leg. Jacksonville taking on Indianapolis, the Jags, seventh in DVOA, 15th in offense, seventh in defense. You want to hear some surprising numbers here. The Colts are the worst team in the league, according to DVOA. 32nd in DVOA. 32nd in offense, 11th on defense. I think this is the one where we once again realize, hey, Jacksonville might be for real here. Um, I think that that has kind of calmed down over the last couple of weeks after struggling against Houston, but I, I think this is one that they really gear up for. I like Jacksonville plus 115 to just win this game outright. You can also go plus two and a half as the Colts are our two and a half point favorites here. Another one, if you want to, because I, I, I think if this game goes the way we are projecting it to, this is not like this is going to be the best chance you have. I like going Jacksonville plus 225 to win the division, if you don't mind that one. So that's a um, couple of plays there. Arizona taking on Seattle. The Cardinals are 26th in DVOA, 23rd in offense, 26th in defense. Seattle, 10th in DVOA. Away, first in offense, 31st in defense. Two, two, and three teams looking to, to break through in the NFC West, albeit both teams with different, um, I think, hopes coming into this season. I was surprised to see Arizona as two point favorites on the road in Seattle. The thing that really, really concerns me for Arizona is how much they have struggled early in these football games. And because that's the part where your offense is supposed to be clicking. That's the part where you can, you teams will script out the first like 15, 20 plays. And those are the ones that are supposed to be like the easy get in rhythm. Let's really establish what they're doing. And Arizona has been dreadful in the first halves of these games. And then Kyler Murray has just kind of had to pull his team out of it. Um, so if, 
if you want to go that way, you can go Seattle um, plus one in the first half. I like that number quite a bit for them. But I like Seattle to win this game outright. I think you can get you can get Seattle at plus one fifteen to win this one. I like the Seahawks there at plus one fifteen. Um, for our um, for our play in that game, Carolina taking on the Rams, the Panthers firing their coach this week. The guy who's supposed to be an offensive guru has Carolina with the 31st ranked offense in DVOA, 31st overall in DVOA, propped up only by their defense that is at 17. The Rams, 25th in DVOA, 26th in offense, 10th in defense. I think this is a game where Carolina comes um, comes out to play in this one. I think the coach fire, you get a bit of a bump from that. Um, and the Rams just, they're, they're not doing anything explosive on offense, that they are not getting anything accomplished on the offensive side of the football, aside from getting Cooper Cup the ball. I think the Rams win this game probably, like, relatively convincingly, but I like Carolina plus 10. Uh, I think Carolina is able to, to keep this one close, or maybe it's just the Rams are unable to pull away in a way that this line would suggest. The marquee matchup of the game and maybe the season, Buffalo taking on Kansas City, the Bills, the top team in the league in DVOA, seventh in offense, second in defense, taking on number eight, Kansas City in DVOA, third in offense, 15th in defense. This is obviously a rematch of one of the best football games in the history of the sport back in the AFC Divisional game where it looked like Buffalo had it locked in to go to the AFC title game and potentially to the Super Bowl if they could get by the uh, fine folks with the Cincinnati Bengals. Kansas City has looked better than I think a lot of people anticipated with no Tyreek Hill this year, but I just think Buffalo is the better football team. I think that Buffalo has more weapons on offense. I think the quarterbacks are relatively similar. And I think defensively, Buffalo has a huge advantage. The only advantage Kansas City has is they are at home. And that home crowd was a factor. Monday night against the Raiders, who are on a bye this week. I think Buffalo gets it done. I think they covered two and a half, but this is going to be such a fun game late Sunday afternoon. The Sunday Nighter, Dallas taking on Philadelphia. The Cowboys, sixth in DVOA, 17th in offense, sixth in defense. Philadelphia, second in DVOA, fifth in offense, fifth in defense. I was really hoping that people were going out of their minds on the Dallas Cowboys because I was I was really hoping that this would be a nice, easy line. Instead, Philadelphia minus six is way more reasonable than I thought people would be on a, a Cowboys team that's off to a, a good start this season. I was hoping this one would be in kind of the three range and we would be hammering that one. I think if you're looking at Philadelphia as a play, maybe wait like right up until kickoff because I, I wonder if the public kind of gets in on Dallas a little bit more as we get closer to this game. But I love Philadelphia minus six in this spot. And then the Monday Nighter, Denver taking on the LA Chargers. Denver, 13th in DVOA, 27th in offense, 4th in defense. The Chargers, 11th in DVOA, 9th in offense, 13th in defense. Um, this is going to be one of the worst coach games of the season. I don't think very highly of either coach. I don't I obviously we thought a lot of the Chargers coming into the season made them the Super Bowl pick for this program. Denver never really was buying it. Didn't think it would be this bad. Um, this does feel like a game that's going to come down to the final possession. And then it's just who screws up a little bit less. I think it's going to be like a field goal game. So I'm going to go Denver plus four and a half, but I don't feel awesome about that one. Um, so there, that is your pick per game for every game on week six of the National Football League. So 
of the music that you hear on Couch Potato Diary is provided by Wasted Talent. You can find them on Instagram at Wasted Talent, with X is where the A's would be. And you can find their producer on Instagram at Tommy Fresh Music. All right, time to get into today's ticket. And it is a big one because it's more this weekend's ticket. We'll start with the NFL because we just ran through um, all of those games. We have three games that we're, we're going to put on the ticket officially. Obviously, we make the play, the, the pick on every game. But for our actual ticket, uh, we are going Baltimore minus five and a half against the Giants. Jacksonville uh, locked it in on the ticket at plus two and a half. Just, you know, playing a little bit safe here. And uh, the Seattle Seahawks to win straight up at plus 115. By the way, I think if Seattle wins that game, I think Kingsbury gets fired in Arizona. It's just they, they can't afford to be wasting these years of Kyler Murray. So it's the Ravens, the Jags, and the Seahawks. Uh, moving into baseball, first five innings, Yankees uh, minus half a run. I, I worry about the Yankees' bullpen late, uh, especially after having to go 10 innings, but I think Severino kind of shuts the door early on. I think the Yankees can get something at least on Tristan McKenzie. Um, I, I like the Yankees in the first five innings. After that, I'm not bold enough to pick Cleveland to, to win this game, but holy crap, would that be something. In the NHL, um, a couple of games. Oh, one more baseball game. Braves to, to win. Um, it is Morton against Syndergaard. A couple of guys, this is a marquee pitching matchup three years ago. Still a good pitching matchup today as the Braves try to keep their season alive. I think they get the job done and win that one. Um, so obviously I think it's going to be a rough day for Philadelphia sports because I think the Flyers lose to the Canucks. Not enough to go minus one and a half. Don't love uh, minus 160, but I think the Canucks get the job done. And I think the Sens cover plus one and a half against Toronto. I think they keep that game close against the Maple Leafs. Sticking with uh, the Saturday slate, we also have a few fights as it is Alexa Grasso taking on Vivian Arujo. I do think that this fight is uh, potentially a number one contender's bout in this division, and I think Grasso gets the job done. I, I think that she... I think that she wins this one on the judges' scorecards. So I have a, a Grosso by decision, and then Grosso just to win straight up, just in case um, something clips. But I, I, I've been a big fan of the talents of Grosso for a long time. Um, I think this is a pretty good step up for Arujo, but I, I think that Grosso ends up getting the job done. The boxing, um, some of the, the odds on these fights were a little bit wild. Best we could come up with here, uh, Deontay Wilder, I think he wins by knockout, but even that was minus 675. No one is giving Hellenius a chance to make it to the final bell. So I went Wilder in the first six rounds. Uh, so it, Wilder to win in rounds one through six at minus 175. And I went Haney to win by decision, which was at minus 230 in his bout with uh, George Cambosis Jr. coming up later on today. So it's a, a jam-packed one, but that is today's ticket. And that is today's show. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Remember, rate, review, subscribe wherever possible. Also do all of those things with Game Over. We are back after every Calgary Flames game, uh, myself and Audie, or myself or Audie, depending on um, how our schedules line up or um, in yesterday's case, or in Thursday's case, um, how our audio issues handle things. So, um... Check us out on YouTube. We share the links on social media a lot. I'm at Primetime Klein there. Subscribe to the podcast. It has been an excellent asset to learn about these Canadian teams. The podcasts are like 30 minutes, so they're, they're short and digestible is the, the key phrase right now, much like uh, this podcast is. You learn a lot about these Canadian teams, and it's been a great asset in the early part of the season. So check out Game Over. I'm going to be back on it um, Tuesday. Myself and Audie as the, the Flames take on Vegas. Uh, Audie is back on it tonight as the Flames take on on the 
Oilers. So, um, thank you all so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you all next week. Thank you to Clearwater Cleaning Solutions, your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary, with a fantastic team, ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. Talk to you guys on Monday. I'm out.